thank you for tuning in. Today's message is called The Demas Story. That's right, The Demas Story. Perhaps you can relate, or perhaps you know of someone who will relate to the story. Let's dig in. Now listen, Demas was a character in the Bible. But who was he, really? Let's find out. Demas had at one time been one of Paul's fellow workers in the gospel, along with Mark, Luke, and others. You'll find this in Philemon chapter 1, verse 24. Demas was also in Rome with Paul during Paul's first imprisonment. You'll find this in Galatians chapter 4, verse 14. But there's also biblical evidence that Demas was with Paul during Paul's second imprisonment in Rome, at least for a while. Then something happened. This is where I want you to give your attention. Then something happened. Let's read 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 9 through 11. Paul writes, Be diligent to come to me quickly, for Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and has departed for Thessalonica, Cretus for Galatia, Titus for Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for ministry. Demas abandons Paul. Demas forsakes Paul. Not only that, he abandons the ministry and he leaves town. In this text, Paul writes about the sad situation. Demas, because he loved the world, because he loved this present world, Paul said, has deserted me and has gone to Thessalonica. The Greek verb used in the original implies that Demas had not merely left Paul, but had left him in the lurch. That is, Demas had abandoned Paul in a time of need. The apostle was in prison, facing a death sentence, and that's when Demas chose to set sail. Undoubtedly, Paul was deeply let down by Demas. Here's a truth that touches our hearts. It's never easy to see a friend and associate in whom you've placed your trust forsake you in the midst of hardship. It's true. It's never easy. But listen, the separation caused by Demas, Demas's desertion of Paul, was not merely spatial, but was spiritual. Demas left Rome because, in, because he fell in love with the world. The NLT translates, Demas loves the things of this life. We don't know the details of Demas' situation, but it is evident that Demas decided that what Satan has to offer in this life is better than what God has to offer in the next. Isn't that sad? The Bible even tells us in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith. This speaks of the falling away. It speaks of the apostasy. And dear friend, dear brother, dear sister, we are living in that day, the day of apostasy, the day of the falling away from the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
the tragedy of Demas is still being lived out today by those who choose the temporary benefits of this world over the eternal riches of heaven. Today, there are still those who seem to receive the word, but then the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. Listen to the following scriptures. The Bible says in 1 John 2 verse 15, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 17 says, Therefore come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. James 4 verse 4 and 5 says, Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously? Listen, God does not want us to compromise. God does not want us to forsake him because he paid a great price for us to be saved. That's right. His son died for you and me. He died of a broken heart for you and me. So whenever we begin to compromise, the Bible says the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously. He doesn't want us to leave the faith. He's jealous over us because we belong to him. He bought us with a price. Listen to Luke 8 verse 14, the Bible says, Now the ones that fell among thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with cares, riches and pleasures of life and bring no fruit to maturity. 1 Peter 2.11 says, Behold, I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. You and I are sojourners. We are pilgrims. We are not of this world. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. And we must never forget that. Philippians 3.20 says, For our citizenship is in heaven. You may be a citizen of your country from whichever country you are. But you are only a temporary citizen of that country. If you are a child of God, you have a citizenship in heaven given to you when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Demas story is a sad story. But you don't have to be a Demas. You don't have to end up like Demas. It's a tragic story. But dear friend, dear brother, dear sister, oh, you don't have to backslide. You don't have to forsake the Lord. Make up your mind today. It doesn't matter in what place of life you may find yourself. Perhaps you have compromised. Perhaps you've fallen into sin. What do you need to do? Repent of that sin. Do not allow that sin to become strong in your life. Repent of that sin. Do not allow yourself to become numb to sin to become desensitized to sin. For when you do that, you will start to drift further and further away from the Lord. But acknowledge the Lord today. Acknowledge your sin today. And the Lord will release you and free you from that sin. I know the pressure is real. The pressure of the enemy to derail you from the faith. Pressure to throw you off course. There may be pressure at home, pressure at work, pressure at school. Things hit you from all angles, pressure in the ministry, things that try to steal your faith. But child of God, God is with you. 
He promises he will never leave you, nor will he forsake you. Don't exchange the pleasures of this life, the temporary pressures, pres uh, treasures and pleasures of this life for eternal bliss. The momentary afflictions only last for a while, but there is a crown laid up for us. The Bible says he who endures to the end shall be saved. May your story not be a Demas story, but may your story be a story of endurance and fortitude in the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you know of somebody who has backslidden, turn that brother from that way. Turn him from that way. It is your calling. It is your prerogative. It is your mandate to tell them that there's still hope and they do not need to live like that. Do not give up on people who have backslidden. Call them back to the Lord. And even you today, may you be strengthened and continue to stand firm in the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ. Till next time, God bless you.